Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Do You Say Anime, I am your host Peter, and if you cannot tell by my voice, the boys had one hell of a weekend. We have just returned from Anime New York City, and we are here to do our recap on one of the largest anime conventions in the new in the United States, that is. Uh, joining me today we have Pat and Kat, and we are going to be going over some of the things that we did during the convention, things that we liked, things that we didn't like, so... Before we get into jumping into it, uh, Pat, how are you feeling today? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling today. Uh, or maybe no is a better answer. I don't know. Um, I feel awful, to be honest. Like, I, I already told my family, like, I'm not eating dinner with you guys the next few days just to be safe. Um, I think I have the con flu and doesn't feel like COVID symptoms from what I've done my research on. So I'm glad about that, but, uh, I feel terrible and my voice is shot still. If you guys can probably hear it. Um, yeah, we could hear it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm glad to know that because I can't tell when I listen back or I guess I will be able to tell when I listen back then. So that'll be fun to hear. Um, Kat, what about you, buddy? What are you up to? Oh man, I this is the first time I've actually been out of bed today. Like I feel <laughs> terrible. My my throat feels like there's razor blades in it and like moving more than 25 feet gets me exhausted and I go into another like 2 hour nap. So like I I feel like a an 85 year old right now. Uh, yes. Well, with, we <laughs> I mean we are all struggling um whether it's our voice, how we feel physically, but boys, I'm not gonna lie, I had one hell of a weekend and I would trade it again in a heartbeat. I I agree. I had a very long, a little bit longer of a trip than most of the other people too, but uh, I would gladly do it again. That was a, uh, that was quite the trip. Um, it was so great to see just all of our friends in person and meet people that we've only seen on Discord. You know, yes. like again, like Cat. As an example, I've never met him before in real life, and neither had anyone else here, so it was really cool. Um, he's a little weird, but you know, you, you, make, <laughs> you figure it out. Um, he's a uh, he's a character. He is he's cat, and he is back, and and it was gr really great to see him and some of the other Discord members that we have, and some of the other friends that we have, whether that's other um, through other Discords or other. Uh, podcasts or related stuff it was it was really cool it was a good collection of people in the second coolest city in the northeast so there you yeah go. yeah behind uh wooster massachusetts but i yeah, behind hartford but yeah but um, i want to give a shout out to everybody that came through uh meeting cat for the first time that was dope and you and your wife uh brian came down got to meet him along with all of the senpai talk show people um also shout out to like huge shout out to ak for setting up all of the events uh, she was the MVP of the week. If you're watching us on our visual formats, there's a picture of all of us in our um, in our cosplays. I'm cosplaying now because I'm an idiot and I forgot a third of my cosplay in my um, in my closet because my brain doesn't like to work sometimes, and I packed everything except for my. Uh, my shirt, my tie, and my vest, so I ended up not cosplaying uh, the second day. I did do uh, Sukashima on the first day, but let's talk about cosplay since I'm bringing this up as our first thing. Um, Kat, I know you cosplayed. Who did you cosplay as? And let's say, uh, were you like satisfied with like how it came out? Because I thought your cosplay was pretty dope, especially your second one. Uh, 
second one was sick. Yeah. Yeah. So my first one actually cosplayed one of my one of my favorite D and D characters, mainly because of the D and D live streams and podcasts and all that. Um, I cosplayed as my character, uh, Dillian Deathridge, uh, and I did. <laughs> so funny story about the cosplay. Um, I forgot to mark my staff as part of my like part of my baggage. I wasn't so when I actually got back to the TSA line, they were like, "You can't take that back there." And I looked at the time, and we were like 15 minutes before we were about to board. So I ran back to the um to uh, check baggage, and I was like, "Hey, can you put this in check baggage for me?" And they were like, "No." And they were like, "You got to figure out a way to like put that away." And I'm like. Oh shit! So I just like threw it in the trash and ran back, and I was like, "I'll find another fucking boat in New York." I didn't, uh, and like my my cosplay was mostly like incomplete for the first day because that that staff had a lot of shit on it, um, and I was like, "Oh." Fuck no! I gotta get another bow staff and put some shit on. It wasn't really a bow staff; it was a fucking uh, walking stick. But semantics. The second day, I the second day was the most fun that I cosplayed because I cosplayed Nico from Nanbaka. The the I think it's either the second or the third lowest rated show as one of our as our reviews go. Um, that sounds right. And it's, and it's still one of my favorite shows of all time. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm aware of this. And oh my god, that was one of the most interesting days I've ever had at a convention in my life. Because when I went, I was expecting nobody to understand who I was. I was expecting people to be like, what the fuck is that dude wearing? And like... The the response was overwhelming. In fact, the first day, because we took an Uber from from my hotel, which is like three blocks away from the convention, uh, and I forgot about that. Uh, when I got out of the Uber, a dude on a bike passed me, like all like barely almost ran me over, and like stopped next to me, and he started catcalling me, and because I had the mask on, right? So I was like, oh. Thanks, dude. I can't. I can't believe. I I didn't know that my ass looked good. And then he was like, "Oh shit!" And then, oh, oh, it's away. a dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, uh, I went in, and we just, and I met up with you guys, and like you guys saw like two or three of them, but like two or three people, I think over over the whole over that whole day. Eight or nine people came up and took pictures of with me because like Nanbaka was like one of their favorite anime, if not their favorite anime. Yeah, and a lot I, of people have bad taste. It's it's common. Well, like eight well, people have bad taste. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot to me. But yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but like the thing is, like they were extremely excited. Like they, uh, and another thing is, like a lot of them were were neurodivergent, like from just being able to see them because I saw the way they act because my wife is neurodivergent also. 
she's uh she's on the autism spectrum. Um so they they had that same type of feel or they were like or they were part of the LGBT community and like the the anime really touched them because you know there's a lot of shipping. There's yeah. a lot of shipping. <laughs> and like also there there's a lot of sparkle that grabs your attention during the show. And even if like the, the base content of the show isn't great, like it's just a really fun watch to a lot of people me included. So, uh, I really, I was honestly almost really touched by it because, you know, I'm just a cosplayer, but like nobody else cosplayed as any of the characters. I think you're and the only I, non-Baka that I saw all weekend. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah, and I was definitely the only Nico, and I feel like True. I pulled it off. So, no, it was really well done. I give you props on your uh, on your cosplay, Pat. I know you cosplayed. What did you go as? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> God, yeah, my throat is really that bad today, huh? Um, so on Friday, I cosplayed as uh, Kaji. That's his name, right? From Evangelion. I think that's his. Did name. Did you watch End of Eva yet? No. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on, um, I will. I I want to. I will. Maybe when I'm. I I don't even have Maybe excuses tonight? anymore. Yeah, no, I'm going to bed tonight. I am too tired to. I'll be watching YouTube tonight because that way, when I fall asleep watching it, doesn't matter. You know, like I'm not obligated to try to keep my eyes open. Um, but yeah, so I cosplayed as Kaji, uh, which was really fun and helpful on the first day, especially because when I was walking past all these lines of pissed off weebs who are trying to get into a convention that didn't have their wristband. Yeah, let's talk about that. The day before. <laughs> when you're done. Uh, we can talk about that. Yeah, when, when I'm done. Uh, I can definitely talk about that. Um, but like, you know, I looked like I was there on business because <laughs> I was wearing a sh- dress pants, a shirt and tie. I did. I, ha- I kept my badge in my pocket so they wouldn't be suspicious of me or, or like think that I was one of them. But then I just basically like walked right in, you know, which of course I to be clear, was supposed to do because I already had my pre-screening badge done or whatever, but I don't know. People were get, uh, definitely giving other people looks or being like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, so that was that. And then on Saturday, I went as Ironwood from uh, Ruby. Uh, he, I think it went pretty well. I saw a couple of Ruby cosplayers. I was able to talk to one of them that was doing a, uh, a gender-bent version of a character that is like, that I command or that Ironwood command. So that was really cool. Got some photos with them. Um, and then, yeah, the cosplay itself wasn't great. Like I know I'm throwing away the dress shirt, the, the dress shirt that it came with that I had to wear. Um, some buttons fell off. Then when I pulled it out of the bag that I got it from, but at the end of the day, it got the job done. It was, uh, it, it worked and it was fun to talk to a couple of the Ruby fans that I saw at the convention. And then yeah, Sunday I didn't get to go to the con, but that's a whole different story. So yeah, um, Pete, what do you want to? What do you cosplay as on Friday? And then we can talk about, I guess, the Friday. Yeah, line yeah. Medical. We'll we'll talk about some of our maybe the what we didn't like about the con afterwards. But I wanted Sukashima from Haikyuu the first day, pretty casual cosplay, just wore like their track their warm up tracksuit. Uh, and then the second day, I was supposed to go as uh, Kotaru. AKA the manager from Zombieland Saga and forgot a third of my cosplay. So I'm doing that right now. If you are a visual watcher, speaking of visual watching, we are now a video podcast on Spotify. So if you're watching us on Spotify, hello. Um, 
So That's yeah, bummed. um, I, I was kind of bummed, but it's it's not that big of a deal to me, to be honest. Um, I was just mad that I spent money on it more than me not actually getting able to cosplay. So, but there'll yeah, be you, there'll be you future cons. Thing. You poor thing, you got to be comfortable at a convention. This is uh, yeah, this is know. pretty comfy. I'm not gonna lie. Really? It's it's oh. it's just like a. I mean, I wear dress shirts like every day for work and whatever. So like, and bow ties are a million times more comfy than a uh, a normal tie. So it's actually sure. a pretty it's a pretty uh, easy cosplay, pretty comfy, and I just really enjoyed the character. I thought I could pull it off, and I wish I could show people, but I'm gonna show it off now. So, but now I get to do the zoom thing where like. Right now, you can see me like wearing the suit, but I'm not wearing any pants underneath. So I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm happy, I'm comfortable doing the recording as well. But yeah, that, those were my planned cosplays. But you know what? Sometimes it doesn't work out. But but I want to also talk about the actual con. Pat brought it up as well. Um, the logistical nightmare that was getting your vaccination card or your vaccination status like confirmed oh. at the con. And if you're on social media on Friday, you were able to do this ahead of time and get, um, you show your vaccination card, you get a wristband, uh, on Wednesday or Thursday, you can do that ahead of time. And people, not everybody did that because people maybe weren't able to, and they could only come in on Friday, but the lines for the vax thing were up to about four hours. It looked like, so a lot of people got absolutely screwed over and they had one day passes where, Sometimes you're just, I, you're just not able to do that. And I felt really bad for the people who maybe like drove in from wherever because this is the only day that they could um, do that type of thing. And I stood in line with Brian for almost two hours. I did mine on Thursday, but Brian, he was one of the guys he couldn't get into town until seven on Thursday. So he missed a cutoff for Thursday. So Kat, I know you waited in line. Tell me about your horror experience of that. Oh, so for me... Oh my god. So I didn't know that we could actually do it on um on Thursday. Um I probably should have been I probably should have inferred that because like, you know, people want to get into the con into the convention yeah. on Friday. But Check like, your email next time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I I for sure anytime there's a convention up, I will check my email a lot more. But um I was like you know what? Let's do it. And then I went with uh, you and uh, I went with Pete and Pat. Or no, I went with Pete and um, Brian. And Brian. Yeah. Sorry. COVID brain. Or maybe COVID brain. I'm not sure. Uh, but like we went to. We went to the to the convention. We waited in one and it was a while line moved a lot quicker the first time and then my wife called me she was like hey i don't feel comfortable going to this line and then i was like oh god we're gonna have to come back later so i went back and and i went back to her met up with her we went back to the convention and then the line had quadrupled so at the first time the line was around the corner from the convention like it was around the convention um at this point, the that line that was around the corner from the convention had snaked around, back up, around, like, past one block, and then snaked around and back up another building. So we had to walk from one building 
from the convention, from the, the building where the convention is, to another building, and then go into that line, go from that all the way back around over to the, um, over to the convention building, get back over to the, uh, <laughs> over to the, the, over to the convention building, we get, like, maybe halfway around the first line, the first line that's facing the back of the convention building, which, if you've ever been to, um, to the, to Javits Convention Center, on that side where we were, is where, like, there's an intersection and there's water. So, we were facing that. Bro, so, you're confusing me and I was there. <laughs> okay, so... I was gonna say that the, basically the line for my... When I walked past it, which was earlier into the very early into the afternoon, because uh, I came a little bit later um, on the first day, because I had some work to do beforehand, but um, it was like four blocks long, stacked yeah. on itself and wrapped around another block. So it probably would have, if it was like a straight line, it probably would have gone up ten blocks. I probably would have gone up to like like forty fifth or forty. I would say it's about. Okay. I, I would say it's about. It was about half a mile long on the street. And then yes. inside of, like, the actual parking lot of it, I would say it was probably close to another half a mile. So it was about a mile long of line that was yeah, moving it, one at a time. It was pretty slow. Yeah. yeah. And, like, so after we had gotten to, like, basically, like, over half of the line, um, from, from my understanding, because it was a longer line inside, um, but... After we had gotten half the line, the line where we were had stopped because apparently they had they needed to get the people that were on the other block out because the police and people that were like people that were walking were complaining. And somebody from the NYPD said that you need to get these people out from this from this block and put them towards the uh, and get them over towards the the wherever like get them into the convention or wherever you need to get them so our line stopped for a solid hour because they were getting because they were getting into the convention first yeah it was logistical nightmare to the fact where like they were sending out emails like hey this is our plan of attack for tomorrow i'm like you need to do the plan of attack for right now it was It was insane. Um, and then not only that, but like by the time that we actually got to, by the time our line started moving, apparently they had learned something and they were like, okay, people with badges are going here. People without badges are going there. People with a one day pass are going here. People that are looking for tickets because apparently they were selling tickets at the door still. Yes, are going there. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, one of the craziest things that happened was somebody went to Party City and got a bag, like got a got a bunch of the like the vaccine card bag, like wristbands, um, and walked and walked around and was selling them for five dollars a pop. And I was like, that's not going to work if you're waiting in this goddamn line for that long, dude. Like, and people try to do it. And apparently they got kicked out of the con. and As they like, should have. For good. Like, yeah. and everybody was like, you're a fucking idiot. And he was, 
and he was walking around saying, uh, five dollars to five hours. It's like thirty degrees outside. Like he uh, he took a shot and he Feels did fun. it, but he's still a piece of shit. Yeah. It. So I mean, if you couldn't tell, the the line was insane. Uh, Brian waited over three hours. I know some people waited close to four. But that uh, was rated like four and a half. And then I just I just hated that the fact that like they had one line, um, one entrance, and then the next day that they had like four. I'm like, why couldn't you do this the first time? Type of thing. It was like you're literally trying to get tens of thousand people through one door. Um, for me, I had the press badge for my first ever event, and I walked it in one second. So it was. Pr- I was yeah. just I was just like. Damn. How poorly logistically ran the first day was cannot it, it it was like whoever was running the con it made it seem like they've never ran a convention before because they've held um when they did New York Comic Con they had the same thing you had to have proof of vax in order to enter and that was like an hour wait that has told me to get the vaccine thing because he went and so it's just like how you had an event similar to this and you weren't able to really handle the logistics of it made no sense i don't know if it was like staffing but it didn't seem like staffing because the second day was perfectly fine so it was just like really baffling but i think we should move away from the negative maybe we should start talking about the positive once we actually got into the convention what were some hey, of I had one, what was one your... more negative all right pat um, tell me your negative before we get to the positive yeah because i i, I have so much more positive but i definitely want to bring up at least one uh, negative that I felt, at least. And I think this was uh, talked about by a bunch of other people on Twitter and everything else, too. But Artist Alley, which is my my hub, it's where I spend 80% of the con. Um, the first day, to be honest, was the best day for it because I got to walk around and it was crowded, but it wasn't, like, too crowded because everyone was still waiting out while outside, like, yeah, to be honest. But the sec- I didn't, I can't speak for the third day, but I know on the second day when I tried to walk in there, I was just overwhelmed. I was like, there's it was too many nuts. And there's no way that you were getting to stop to look at things or to stop to buy things or could you even see over people? I'm lucky. I'm a big, tall dude. I can see over people, but like, I can't imagine being like, I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm not going to say anyone's name because that's rude, but you know, like someone is short <laughs> and, and trying to like, see art that they want to buy like so like again the first day i was able to get most of what i wanted which i can't wait to show you guys later but like i i don't know it felt like artist alley and then also the booths that you know the vendor booths themselves too the the non like the more licensed stuff all of that was on top of itself like it, it felt so so cramped and it was just oh i i was sweating just walking in there like they just and i sweat a lot anyways but like i just felt uncomfortable with it i i don't know that it frustrated frustrated me a lot because like again i'm glad i got most of my shopping done on friday um but saturday again i would have loved to have bought more art but i went in there bought two things and i was like man i, I can't stand this like i need to go sit down i i, I kind of just went home after that actually because i was like man i i feel overwhelmed i'm hot yeah just too many people in it was really hot in the con itself yeah and and I don't understand, too, because like this is another thing that I saw. There were so many bathrooms that weren't open and so many, like, uh, what do you call it, rooms that weren't be- panel rooms or maybe not even panel rooms, but just rooms for 
people that sit down in that, you know, I could never find a place to sit other than on the floor in the way or along the walls and stuff. So that's I know, good that, point. that to me is extremely frustrating because I'm very lucky that I am not physically impaired or disabled to the point where that matters to me because like at the end of the day, I just had sore feet and tired legs. Um, but I don't know if I, if I was, I would have been, I mean, again, I probably would have gotten priority seating or whatever, but you know, why do they, why should they have to ask for that when, uh, again, it just seems like this is not definitely not the biggest convention that Javits has ever held in terms of like, maybe it is, but it's not like significantly bigger than anything else they've ever held. Yeah. Yeah, So I, I don't, I don't think that this, uh, that again, we can move on because that's like a, a whole other issue you could talk about for 20 minutes, but it just felt like there was so many, so many panels too that like, why were the rooms so small? Why weren't they double the size? And then, you know what, who cares about having a half empty panel room just because the panel doesn't do well. You know, like why, why is, I don't even like one piece. Why is, uh, one piece, uh, not on the main stage, you know? But, yeah. Episode yeah. 1000 that was not on the main stage or be... in multiple rooms. Like what the fuck? Like well, just in like... general, they, uh, on Saturday they had, um, Oh, and Pat's camera. There we go. Um, oh, there we go. Is that better? Yeah. Right, yes, um, they had. Uh, I'm gonna talk, we could transition this into the things I enjoyed because one of the things that I really enjoyed were the main stage panels. I didn't get to see RDC World on Friday, but from what I heard, the panel was incredible. And then on Saturday, I was able to see um, Chris Sabat, who does Vegeta, and then I'm blanking off the top of the Sean something, who does the Sean voice Schimmel. of. Yeah, he does the voice of Goku, the English dub of Goku, and that, that was wonderful. And then that ended at 3.15, and then the next event wasn't until 8. And I'm like, you could utilize so much of the space that you have available. This is my also one of my major criticisms of Crunchyroll Expo, which is also run by Crunchyroll, obviously, and Anime NYC is also run by Crunchyroll, is while there are a lot of panels there they had the opportunity for so much more and what it seems like they like to do is to control the content that they produce at these conventions and not give not shine lights on smaller communities it was cool that we saw like um was it uh the again the robot podcast was there and beyond the bot right beyond beyond the bot and i think again the robot was there as well they were there on friday i think um so it was cool that they they were able to showcase some of these as well, but like there were gaps where rooms weren't being used, not just the main stage. There were gaps where rooms weren't being used for hours, and it kind of drives me crazy. Where it's just like let people sign up for these like panels that are unused. It's more content for you, and it makes it so it's not like ninety thousand people are in some concourse or whatever because there's other stuff going on. But I do want to say that. The panels that I went to was probably the highlight for me. Um, just in general, uh, I thought the content that they did have was high quality. It was entertaining. It was fun. Um, I didn't. I wish they utilize. I just wish they utilized the space better because, like, things like um, the Berserk panel I went to. I was an hour and fifteen minutes early, and the room was already like half full. I'm like, you have like a, a mural for Miura there. 
like you know that this is going to be a very big panel and it was full like 35 minutes before the panel started i'm like how do you not realize like these certain panels and this isn't the only example this is just one that i was personally there for these panels are going to be full and you have the space to utilize so i do want to say that the, the content that was there was great it's just i wish they utilized it better pat what was some of the favorite things that you enjoyed about the con uh yeah so um I guess let's let's talk about some of the positives. But first off, getting to see all all my friends and uh, people that I've known for some for a year a year now or months, whatever the amount of time is. Um, it was great to get to know people, get to meet some uh, some people that I did not expect to meet as well. So that was really cool. Uh, I'll quickly just show the art that I got, uh, especially now that I fixed my camera. It sounds like um, first I'll show these two. These um, I was able to find. These little uh, pop-up figures that uh, switch back and forth of Pete's cosplay. He gets slapped uh, by uh, Best Girl. So good. So, so good. And it's like they're zombie. You can't really tell what the detail of this, but... And I'm sorry for this is great audio content, by the way. Fantastic um, audio content. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, Pat. Um, the... <laughs> Uh, the, they have like the zombie makeup on one side and then the non-zombie on the other. I was so tempted to buy the full set, but I said to myself, nope, I'm getting best girl and manager. So that's what I did with that. Found one of the most adorable stickers I think I've ever seen in my life. It's a little Yoshi riding uh, with Samus riding uh, in like a chibi art style. So that'll get stuck on my uh, on my work computer next to me. And then I got a couple posters. First of my boy Kenshin in Japanese water style um, or watercolor style. It's not hand drawn on this page. It's a print, but it's still the, the initial first print was done in the watercolor style, obviously, like by by hand. Uh, same way with this one for, of Weiss from Ruby, you know, best girl back, chilling back there. This was great. Again, another one that the the style and the like colors really bloom in this art style because it's a lot of black and white and then they added that like red um hinge to it i guess if you will uh so it looks good um let's see a couple more posters i got i got this cutesy like chibi ruby one which again shows off a lot of the characters personalities really well like i don't know lake up there being a cat just hanging out um and if you don't know the show you might not get the i get that well but I thought it was adorable. And then this is probably my favorite poster that I found of the weekend. This one I have looked at for probably 45 minutes and I'm still not done. Um, let me see. Am I showing it correctly? It says uh, Super Smash Cats. Super Smash Cats Ultailment. And it is literally every character in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, including uh, where's Sora? There's Sora. The, the newest one, the final one. It's every single character drawn as a, like a cat so there's like some of my favorites the little pac-man cat is adorable um i don't know there's so many again i can i look i've looked at this and i yeah, so you go to the con so what you're saying from i'm here and you go to the cons for the merch for the artist alley for i go for artist alley stuff. not even not even merch because um I, don't know, I walked around a little bit of the merch sections and i was like yeah that's all right i go for yeah this is the the main thing i go to cons to see friends and to buy stick art and support uh, other people like me who just have a lot of passion for, uh, you know, shows that they like and everything else like that. So I don't have a ton of wall space back here, um, but I do plan on 
putting these up somehow. I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll put them in like the background of of there, or they might end up on, my the, on the ceiling. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how well that would work. Unfortunately, the, the way the ceiling is set up, but yeah. Um, so that's what I loved about the con. That's my main thing. Um, and again, just being able to go out in New York was a lot of fun. And being we'll talk about to... that next. Yes. Uh, but yeah. yeah, the con itself. Um, I, I'm not a big panel guy. Maybe I was just not as into the panels that were available. Uh, this con, but in general, I've never been that big into that. I, I'd so much rather spend the time walking around, talking to friends, seeing what cool art people have brought to the, brought to it, seeing the cool cosplays, taking photos uh, with people, and making new friends. So that's the uh, that was my goal, and I did a lot of that. That's um, awesome. As you can tell by my voice. Yeah. So um, by all of our voice. Yeah, we're struggling. Uh, Cat, what were some of your favorite things about the con? Oh my god! So my some of my favorite things about the convention were so I go to conventions for like the crowd interactions i go to like hang out with people in like the board game section i go to walk around see what kind of cosplays people are doing of course i go for some of the merch of course i go like to to look at certain things but one of my favorite things because i'm a i'm a little bit of a card nerd uh they had a they had a group there called um called uh fucking I think it was like Senpai uh it's called the Senpai Squad. Senpai Squad, yes. Uh they had a group there called the Senpai Squad and they had two different places in the convention. They had a place where uh they were the place in the back of the artist alley where well not artist alley but where the meet and greets were and then they had a place in the front of the artist alley. Uh both of them had DJ booths and uh, I was looking at some of the cars. My favorite one was like an 09 Lancer. That was my uh, favorite. Also, you, it was also your favorite too. Uh, right beside that Lancer was also like a 07 Corolla. And it was like one of the weirdest ones because they had a GTR, Supras. They had like old tuners that were like so like iconic. And then you had a Lancer, which is extremely iconic. One of the most prominent rally cars in existence and then you had a fucking Corolla and I loved it. It was like one of the most mid cars for, guess what? One of the most mid characters because around that car was Deku. So, I'd oh, the Deku because... car was insane. <laughs> it was. He had like 30 <laughs> Deku figures in his car, like, I, like I welded. Yes, it was insane. This but, is the DJ spots too, right? Where they had yeah. That, that would that that can we interject real quick? So oh. Pete, Pete and I on the first day together, we're trying to find each other. We we're like, hey, because uh, you know I showed up a little, or we walked in at different times, and I was like, hey, so where are you? And I I, I told him to meet me at the car, the anime cars with the waifus and the DJ, and. It, we did not find out until after we were both like, where the fuck are you to each other that there were two sections that had anime waifu cars with the DJ in the, in the con that were on like the opposite sides. So, um, I just thought that that, that's that really was, funny. yeah, that was, yeah, that, that was silly. Like, it was like, Oh shit. Yeah. They do have another DJ and another set of 
cringy anime cars that are cool. Whoa, some of them are come cool, on, bro. Some, no, yeah, actually, some of them were super fucking cringy. Some of, them, <laughs> oh, yeah. some of them were so yeah. cringy, but some of them were really cool too. So it, you know, it, it was a perfectly balanced as all things should be. But yeah, sorry, Kat, please. Uh, so what else did you see other than the, the the cars? So the so for this first day, um, I I don't think I actually. I don't think I was actually able to meet everybody the first day because, like, first of all, you know, I didn't get in until, like, three quarters of the day were, was done. But, like, I was so pent up that I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Go into the DJ booth and I'm fucking dancing because, like, I don't fucking give a shit anymore. So me and my wife, we went over to a DJ booth and we just started, like, dancing to, uh, well, I think it was the first day that we danced to a bunch of anime music and then the second day there was um they started raving and it was so fun <laughs> like the first day they were doing like some anime music and then some like you know generic dance music you know like uh cupid shuffle electric slide um stuff like that uh, and it was just, it was fun all around. Um, but other than that, like being upstairs playing games with some of the people, that was actually kind of fun. I actually didn't really get to play many, many games cause like it was full. Um, and they didn't have any more room for any, for like all of the games they had. Like this is, this is going into like a really good thing and a really bad thing for the con because like you had so many people like there were people lining the walls that wanted to play games that some of them had like for a magic tournament some of them had like their full magic decks ready and they weren't able to get in even though they signed up which was insane like they had been waiting all day like they had a full magic tournament ready to go and they only had like the top room and they only had half of the top room because the other half was saved for photographs in the back of it and food on the sides like that was it like it was one of the most botched magic tournaments i've seen in a while <laughs> um and then uh but other than that uh what <laughs> um the last thing that I really, really loved um, about the convention, I think the first day, uh, was just me and Burley walking around and seeing a lot of the cosplays that she really liked because she doesn't watch that much anime. Um, and she would just go around and just like freak out at some of the anime that she, some of the cosplayers that she'd see. And sometimes she'd walk up to them, take a picture. Um, and it, she. Like for her first convention, as bad of an experience as that convention was, it was a really, really fun convention. Yes, yes. And um, before we move away from the non-con stuff, I just want to um, I want to do like a ninety-second review with Cat. We both were able to see the premiere of Bell. Oh. Um, the guy. So it's from the director who did like uh, Boy and the Beast, Wolf Children, Summer Wars, Mirai, and. I just want to say that I thought this movie was beautiful. It was fantastic. I thought it was going to be like a Beauty and the Beast style of movie. And it kind of was, but they kind of flipped it on its head and then flipped it again. It was a wonderful movie. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Kat, what's your quick review on Belle? Oh my god. Belle 
like you said, it was beautiful. I love the way that they directed the um the animation because uh uh because of the two dip are we doing like spoiler free? Let me absolutely spoiler uh, free. Okay. So some of the animation a quick is... a quick night like whatever, and your your camera's bugging. Oh shit, sorry. Um some of the animation is done very, very like actually all of the animation is done extremely well. Um, the music is amazing, um, and the character growth in the movie—it felt like I was watching a twelve-episode series in like in like two hours. Um, and it was like it was one of the greatest things, greatest pieces of media that I had consumed in a long time. Uh, not only that, but during the movie. I was crying, which is hard for a movie to do, but Burley was crying, like, a lot, and it was... <laughs> so what was your rating? Oh, uh, mine was, like, a... It had to be, like, a 10. Okay, it, yeah. I, I gotta do it. It, 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 it got... I, I don't know if it got, like, a standing ovation, but a lot of people were clapping. I was a big fan of the movie. Most people were crying um, in a good way. I'll put it that way. It was a really fun and enjoyable film to watch. Um... But that was the actual con um, itself. But part of the con is also experiencing where you are. And we were in New York City. And it was my first time in the big city. Uh, Pat has been there a few times, I believe. And I'm not yep. entirely sure about Cat. But um, my first experience to a metropolitan area of this size. And we were able to do a lot of things together. Um so I thought we could just go around the room and saying like what our favorite parts were, um, the activities that we did because we did do a lot of things together. Sometimes we did some solo stuff, but whatever. So Pat, what was some of the favorite things that we got to do in New York City outside of the con? Uh yeah, well, uh, I know I was there partly on work as well, so I was able to see a bunch of my coworkers, meet them for the first time uh, since I started working at my company five months ago. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I get to do that again in a few weeks too, so that'll be really exciting. Um, Outside of that, um, again, a lot of bars, a lot of great restaurants, uh, a lot of walking, which was fun. Um, I also, on my own, I went out to meet a bunch of my uh, PlayStation and uh, like online friends that I've met before, met them out on the island, uh, saw a terrible hockey game, but at least it was fun to, to be with my friends and uh check out the brand new arena that they have in their basically in their hometown. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, really, it was just more the, I, it, every night was a, a different like experience. Excuse me. Um, every night was a different vibe. You know, every, every night had its own like ups and downs or swings, ebbs and flows, whatever you want to say. But um, I don't know. I, I ate so much good food and I, Drank so many expensive drinks and uh True. <laughs> and uh yeah, the uh B and B was eight out of ten. You yeah. know, if it could just if it just had a working shower, then uh I think it would have Or um, water pressure in general. Water pressure in general, though even just a shower, yeah, that you know you felt clean after getting out of. Mm -hmm. Um that would have been nice. Um maybe some better doors and insulation so that every yeah. time Every time I talked or breathed, hallway couldn't hear me or vice versa. But, um, you know, we, we made do. It was 
very spacious and uh, not what I expected after seeing what, how, in my opinion, how awful the hotels were. Yeah. Um, oh I don't know. God. They looked, it looks like it would be hell to me. Yeah, B&B was stayed. definitely the correct choice. Yeah, even right, for, yeah, even for some of the things. Um, is there anything else that, otherwise I could take it, I could take it over. Yeah, right. please take it. All right. Well, for for me, um, Thursday night meeting everybody for the first time was absolutely incredible. Um, we were we were able to meet up at like a Mexican restaurant and get drinks. So we met all of a sudden by talk. We had like thirty people there. That was an absolute blast. Just after interacting with some of these people for over two years, that I got to see them in person, and it was exactly how I pictured it: hugs, drinks, laughter. It was a whole bunch of fun. Um, what else did we do? Uh, we got like, we did karaoke on Saturday. That's why like a lot of our throats are just absolutely destroyed. That was the first time I ever did karaoke, but that was an fly absolute blast. Pat did fly me to the moon. He did Viva I, La Vida. I did I'm on a boat. Cat did John great. Mayer. Um, yes. And he and also. No, me he, and Pat did uh, Viva La Vida. Yes, that was fun. Yeah, so we had a whole whole squad we got korean barbecue on sunday that was oh my god that was my first time so getting jealous. that was my first time ever getting korean barbecue and now i simp for pork shoulder because that was like my favorite meat of all time now that was absolutely incredible we did so many fun things um we did have kind of like a horror story on saturday that hopefully brian doesn't get too mad at that i'm telling him but i thought it was hilarious we went to a bar and the bouncer took brian's id and he wasn't able to get in, and then um, he told him to, like, step out of the line, and we were all in the bar except for Brian, like, because Brian was, like, last in line, so, like, where the hell's Brian? Go outside, find Brian, he's like, yeah, the, I, the bouncer took my ID, this being Brian is an of-age uh, individual from New York. Very of-age from New York with a proper ID. Yeah, proper ID. Um, so and we this had, was a club, too, yeah. it wasn't a bar, so maybe that might have been with the... If she was, but I don't know, the guy like scanned my ID from Connecticut yeah. and was like, oh, you know, uh, uh, is this your, uh, you know, like, oh, what's your address? Or like, he, he just, he kind of was, gave me a weird vibe, but yeah, I was like, it was, it was a little like, weird. Bro, you can literally, you can literally see like, come on. So you, yeah, you know, we had to talk to one bouncer to talk to another bouncer, to talk to the line manager, to talk to the owner, to talk to the, this guy ended up getting Brian's ID back, but that was the end of that night. Instead of going out to the bars and getting some drinks um we just had to like we're just like ah you know what f this like i don't want any more drama tonight so that was saturday so that was like now it's just like a story to tell but at the time it was really frustrating yeah um but man just like just seeing everybody again or not even well i've seen you pat and seeing emily and has but like i'm meeting everybody again and just having a good time was just like it was it was everything i wanted more what a great group of people that we were with um no drama, just hugs and laughs and cry and tears of like you know missing each other after after the fact. But that's how you know you have a great community is when you guys can come together and in a moment just you hug each other and it's just like you're talking to each other on Discord. So that was something yeah. I'll never forget, and I think that just is why I am so fond of this community, the anime community in general, where everybody is so welcoming. We had, all, I mean, just think of like. The group that we had. Bunch of different races. We had people ages from 21 to 40 in our group. Um, 
Everybody was having, like, great conversations, married, single. It didn't matter. Like, everybody was there together just having, like, a wonderful time, and everybody was perfect. So just shout out to everybody in our community, the Senpai Talk community that we were able to meet and just just have a wonderful time. Kat, what were some of your favorite um, things outside of the con? Oh, my God. So uh, outside of the con, uh, Thursday, uh, I had to say, like, meeting everybody was so was like I wasn't I was not sure what to expect. I knew that meeting uh, Pete and Pat was going to be really fun. I knew that meeting has was going to be interesting. I didn't know what to expect from Brian, but I knew he'd be welcoming. But like everybody else, I had never met before, except for Barfoley. But I mean that not in real life, but yeah, like yeah, on Discord. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like I I wasn't I wasn't sure what to expect from everybody else, and then like I get there and everybody's just like, hey! and I'm like, hey! <laughs> like I wasn't even I didn't even know what these guys who guys who these guys names were. And like they were just so welcoming, and it made it made me feel warm. Uh, it made Burley feel welcome in a in a community that she largely never met before, um, which is unheard of for her. So she, she she played hentai games with us that one time. There's no way uh, she, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's obviously very different. Um, I mean, it was very nice to meet her. Glad to see the person that the the wonderful person that supports you. So there you go. Yeah, um, we like on Friday night. That was that was really fun. Uh, I don't think we met too too much. I think we met uh once for no Friday night was the night that you guys went for steaks. Everybody else went for something else, and then me and Burley went to. Oh my god! So there is this hole in the wall. Uh. Um, ramen place called Hand Pulled Noodles Two, and it was amazing. Like it's it's very very small. It's like you're being packed in a sardine can. But like Guy Fieri had been there, and they had those pictures on the wall, and like the it is like a five star place to eat, New York City like top pick. We went there. The noodles there were life changing. My God, like, Burley has been trying to say that she would go back to New York City just for those noodles. <laughs> and I was like, we don't have the money for that, but I, I almost agree with you. Um, but, like, we, like, that night was just a night where we, we explored everything as much as we could. And then we met up with you guys afterwards, um, and we went to... Uh, uh wait no that was i think that was thursday night we went to a bar thursday night uh that bar she got trapped <laughs> and i wasn't laughing about it then but i'm laughing about it now i had to uh carry her back from the bar that was on like 30th street and 8th to 40th and 9th like it was a long walk and it was cold, it was rainy, but now I can laugh about it. My throat isn't, but like, you know, that, that it, it is what it is. Um, I think my body just held the, um, held the sickness off until I got back home. Yup, um, yup. Oh, I, I could feel it on Saturday, or Sunday. I could feel it Sunday. Into Monday, and yeah. I was just like, here it comes. Here. I'm ready. Let's the get it The post-con flu. 
Yep. yep. Meeting all those, uh, meeting all the neckbeards who just never wash. That's that's where I, it normally I thought it was pretty from. good. I thought it was pretty good in terms of the hygiene. I thought it was pretty it, solid. There was definitely the the neckbeards were in attendance, but yes, but it was, I never it had was a problem. Far in between, but like you still bet. Yeah, so you see, you still you still see them around. But hey, that's also half, not half. That's a a good amount of the anime fan base. But yeah. I don't know. To this weekend, I will say. Made me feel a little better about being a weeb or being called a weeb in terms oh, yeah. of the um the people that I saw. Saw a lot of people kind of saying fuck it to the mask policy, which was annoying. You that know, was yeah. super annoying. It was like, hey bro, either do it or do it or leave. Yeah. You know, like I I don't want to be wearing this either, but I'm doing here it. Here we are. So so here we are. Um I didn't see anyone get stopped for it, but nope. I also didn't really watch anyone that long either, I guess. So maybe they were I don't know. I saw um, more people get stopped for running in the convention than I'd saw get stopped for masks. Yeah. Um I see like but like 99.9% of people most were people were doing wearing great. For sure. Um I think again it just it did feel a little overcrowded, but it was it was fun. Uh, I just wish they again made it more accessible for yeah, people who aren't as fortunate as like me for or you sure. guys. To to be yeah. able to walk around and hold in a hold in a pee, you know, yeah. like to put bluntly, you know, or stand on my feet for God, what was it on Friday? I was standing for eight hours straight, you know, like yeah. Or I sat I sat down at one point to to eat with you guys, but that was only like thirty minutes, and I was standing the rest of the day or walking to and from the con. Like uh, it just uh that that was frustrating, but again, the the rest of it was was beautiful. I I really so glad I went. I, I forgot a story that I wanted to tell that I thought was hilarious. I was walking to uh, karaoke, and I I wasn't able to go to Times Square yet. I wanted to check it out and, you know, do touristy shit. And to get to karaoke, I could walk through Times Square. So I was walking through Times Square on the way to karaoke, and there's, like, this group of people that are doing, like, acrobatics and stuff, and they're looking for people to jump over, and they were looking for tall people. And I was just minding my own business. I was walking down the street. I had my headphones in, and they were calling out to me, but I couldn't hear it. Guy runs over to me, grabs me by the shoulder, he's like, hey, do you want someone to jump over you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I got I got pulled into a Times Square acrobatic stunt where we had, like, five dudes, like, lined up, and they, like, jumped over us. They did, like, backflips and stuff. So I just want to tell that story that that was, like, such a random New York experience of just getting pulled into Times Square and having these like amazing like acrobats, just like, hey, you six foot two white guy, can we jump over you? I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. That was great. So I just really want to tell, yeah, Big Bong. I just really want to tell that story. We, didn't say Bing, we did not say Bing Bong enough this weekend. Um, I know. Even when the Knicks won, I didn't say Bing Bong. No, um, and that's funny because like my experience with Times Square was a little bit the opposite, where I was like, oh, I'm gonna walk to the karaoke or I'm gonna walk to the the ramen shop. Was actually the first night we went to Times Square, and I like. I was walking and then suddenly I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm in Times Square. Like I looked up and I was like, oh, shit, I see where they dropped the ball. Um, I had no idea. Um, I guess I knew I was in the area, but it just didn't. I don't know. It just went from like, real, you know, still a New York yeah, street, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like regular street to suddenly Times Square. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, like that's cool to see. Um, it was fun. Um it was really, really cool. Like yeah. Times Square itself was, was just fascinating to me as someone who, you know, 
I went to school in Boston, but it just was like there's so many. Yeah, it's oh. it's it's a different beast. Um, like, so okay. now that we got uh, Pat, you've been to larger cons before. I've been to lar- a one larger con before. If you ever went back to Anime New York City, what would be something that you would want to do or didn't get to do, or something that you learned from it from like the next time that you would want to do? Um, I would love uh to have more diverse panels in terms of like content i felt a lot of it which of course this is how it has to be right like it's a lot of shonen it's a lot of like um voice actors because those are the big names right those are gonna be the people that get the attention i would love to see maybe just some more niche topics again i i don't think it was like glaringly bad but like what we talked about earlier that it would have been cool to see a, a few more panels filling the rooms that were empty or um more rooms in general for stuff like again the one piece 1000 episode you're gonna tell me you don't expect like out of the 10 let's say there's 10,000 people there which i think there was more there you're telling me you don't 53,000 so you're telling me you expect out of those 53,000 only what like 2,000 to want to watch it or not even it wasn't even in the main room so it's probably yeah. like 300 probably in a panel room 300 people probably in a panel room yeah so there you go like you're you're telling me you expect only 300 out of 50,000 fucking weebs want to watch one piece 1000 like i don't know yeah um about that um rob that we met went two hours early and wasn't able to get into the one piece thing it's just like yeah that you went two hours early for if you go two hours early to a panel you should be able to get in and that's, that's just like I mean, when half the cos, not even half, ninety percent of the cosplays are shonen. Like, yo, hello. Yeah, that was bad. Um, so another thing that I would love to see them do, related to panels as well, uh, or just the con in general, I guess, would be, uh, I don't know. Anime Boston does this. I know it's it's like a twenty twenty one plus, like from like eight p.m. on, and they do hentai panels, which are funny. They're like you know panelists playing a hentai game live on screen and it's funny as hell like i i went to a couple of them when i went to anime boston and i was like pleasantly surprised by how funny they were um i didn't know what to expect and yeah sure a lot more the uh the people that i constantly shit on at anime cons were that you know the ratio leveled out a little bit and at those events but there were still plenty of normal well, well-adjusted, funny people that were fun to talk to. Um, they do like bar stuff too, which of course with COVID, it's hard for them to to do that for sure. But I don't. I think that yeah, more twenty-one pl- one twenty-one plus uh, panels would have been fun. I think I've been way. Tonight. I think I've been really good. Uh Cat, how about you? Same question. Something that you would want to do differently, or something you would like to see from like if you went say next year. Oh. Um. Let me, let me tell you something. I, so I, the biggest convention that I had gone to before Anime NYC was um, GalaxyCon in Raleigh. Uh, in GalaxyCon, they have something called the, um, I just forgot its name. Um, the Masquerade thing? The, yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to forget it. Basically, it was stripping and cosplay. Um, and they had a, they had a, like, legit stripping, like, you know, strip club stripping. Uh, so, there, they have, like, a bunch of people, like, sitting on the floor watching cosplayers strip. Uh, 
and like it's legit just very basically a strip club but they're now dressed up in cosplay like scantily clad cosplay and a lot of them that might be just for you cal i'll be honest with you that sounds like an awful thing to see at a con (laughs) it's it's actually really really how sweaty that place would be oh like it would be funny to watch from like the distance like standing with your back to the wall so no one's behind you and just watching like from a distance it happens. oh oh yeah i can't imagine being like in the panel room sitting there like in the chairs (laughs) with other people i would not want to do that i'm sorry that this is just be you yeah so i had never actually been into the uh i've actually never been into the battle i've only been like on the outskirts of it so like like looking in the door Exactly. And because um, like they have to check for your uh, for your like license and all that. But uh, another thing is like having the actual nightclubs and doing like the cosplay, uh, doing like the full on cosplay, like walker, like uh, not walkers, but like uh, runways uh, and those that. contests. They, had they that. did. Yeah. Oh, they had that I, on Saturday I, at eight p.m. Oh, that's probably why I didn't see it. Uh, but like, I I wanted to be, I wanted to have those be a lot more prevalent. Like, I wanted to go into a cosplay and get a fucking like rum and coke and then party with a dude dressed as fucking uh, I don't know, Goku. dressed as dressed as Goku. Yeah, like just. Have fun. That's what I go to cos cons for. I go because it's a huge party, and like I, I definitely had a few of those instances there, but like it, it just wasn't, it wasn't as prevalent. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, things that I would do for next time. Um, I would. This might actually seems kind of silly. I would actually train my body more. Um, I was very physically exhausted from walking. I think I was averaging around 18,000 steps a day. So it was close to like, um, I think it was close to like 10 miles a day and my feet were just exhausted. I would honestly just like work on my conditioning some more. Um, but kind of like what everyone's saying, I think I would, I would hope they would utilize the space more, uh, give time available to, um, independent content creators, up and coming content creators, allow people to submit ideas for panels because, that convention was massive. They had room for so much, and I felt like it really wasn't utilized in a way that they could have. But I don't know. Like that being said, I did think the convention center itself was pretty solid. It had a lot of options in terms of like food, coffee, um, stuff like that, where I haven't seen a lot at other cons. Um, they also had like individual food vendors inside of like the merch area, which was great. So props to like the options available in terms of that sense, because a lot of conventions do lack that like really hard, AKA Crunchyroll when I was in San Jose, that was like a really big issue for me. And, and I would also budget better. Um, me being the naive Midwesterner, um, budgeting, I don't know. Uh, 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 you thought you'd pay less than $15 for your trip. Yeah. So, uh, first, (laughs) first night out, first night out. We go to a hotel bar. I order five tequila sodas. A very basic drink. $104. I'm like, 
fuck. <laughs> okay. Um, that's how the weekend's going. Luckily, Parf was the MVP and bought me some Henny for 30 bucks from Virginia. So I was able to do a lot more pre-gaming. And also shout out to Gotham Market for selling uh, Bud Light, um, <laughs> what they called? Lime Maritas. Uh, Lime Maritas for $3, yeah. even though I did get gut rot one night and almost threw up after eating steak. But um, spending $3 on a drink in New York City was, uh, that was a treat. But yeah, I would definitely budget more. The food was a little, oh my God, we didn't even talk about it. I went to like five pizza spots. Dude, New York pizza sucks. Like it straight does. up. We had, uh, I had one, like, good pizza. I wouldn't even say it was great. Everything else was hot dog water. Like, yeah, I was, so, yeah. one issue, uh, and this is going to be weird, coming from the guy who always says Connecticut pizza is better, and, you know, maybe I'll have to prove that to you guys someday, um, because I, I that's a hill I'll die on, and that New York pizza is definitely overrated, but... Uh, we were in the wrong part of New York to get like the authentic New York slices. Okay, well. I, we were, that means that we were that getting we were getting shitty corner store slices. You know, so we like, were in Hell's not... Kitchen. For those who want to Google Map it, yeah, yeah. Um, you really the places that you'll get like again to use this example, the you know the places that Portnoy does one bite reviews at, like those are all Upper New York or uh, in Times Square or you know somewhere that is not. Our spot, which again, our we were, it's not entirely residential, but Hell's Kitchen is pretty, and Midtown, like where we were, I think Midtown West is right next to Hell's Kitchen, like that, is a little bit more residential and restaurant hotel-y than it is, yep. like, you know, pizza, play, a place that you'll get a New York slice, baby, yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. No, I feel yeah. yeah. I had a terrible pizza on Friday night, yeah. Brian and I. Oh, it. yeah. Like, we picked it up at like two in the morning and it was just like. I see. That was the best one I had all weekend and you guys, and you didn't like it. That just says how shows how bad the other pizza I had was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was terrible, again, compared to what I know New York pizza can be. So maybe mm. that's why. But, um, but yeah, again, come to Connecticut if you want real, authentic New York pizza. And okay. That's kind of <laughs> for authentic New York pizza, go to Connecticut. Go you to heard Connecticut. it here from Pat. Okay. New Haven. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to talk about anything else before we get into like our final thoughts on the con? Oh, I wanted to talk about our weirdest moment of like of the whole weekend. Yeah. Doesn't that? Yeah. Doesn't tell, that have to what be what happened, Cat? Tell me. I hope okay. it's, I hope it's PG thirteen. Uh, it is. It is actually uh, surprisingly um, my weirdest moment and. Um, in the convention was actually when I was coming back from the convention. Uh, I think it was Saturday night. We were going out to a bar. Uh, it was either a bar. No, we were going out to karaoke. We uh, we were going back, me and my wife, and we had gotten in. And I, I was in, like, Nico cosplay. I was in fucking Nico mode. I was, like, inside of the character. And, like, I get into the... Um, into the elevator, because we were on the 19th floor. Best thing about the Hilton Hotel, the fucking elevators. Greatest thing that I'd ever been in. Like, it just, was so fast. I the know. elevator I rode in was so fast. It was like, oh, 17 floors? Yeah, that's, done in, like, that's done in two seconds. It was so like, whoa. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, 
Like, I, I think the worst elevator that I've been in in New York was the one at the convention, ironically. Um, but, and that is another story that I wanted to tell, but I might not get the time. Um, so, I get into the elevator, and there's, there are, like, after we get into the elevator, there's four other people that get into the elevator. Mind you, New York City, I am like, oh my god, I'm in the middle of fuck. I'm in the middle of fuck somewhere, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. I get into the elevator, I hear all four of these people with the same accent that I hear almost every day in North Carolina. I'm like, where are you guys from? And they all say that they're from, like, like Eastern North Carolina. I'm like, oh my god, I'm from Greenville. And they're like, oh my god, you're from Greenville. And we start talking, and I was like... Why the hell did you come here if you're not coming to the convention? And they're like, oh, um, yeah, uh, we just came here because we wanted to get drunk. And I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, you don't need to come to New York to do that. And you can do that. And I don't know. You probably, you, you don't spend $15 on a drink and, in and Greenville. You spend. That's exactly, that's exactly what I said. Like. In Greenville, we can get a rum and coke for like five bucks. Like it's cheap as hell. Like yeah, they came nice. to New York City to get drunk, and I'm like, "Bro, how rich are you?" And they're like, "Oh, I work at Walmart." And I'm like, "Why are you here?" It must have saved <laughs> a lot for that trip. Or exactly. damn, me and me and Kat have very different definitions of weird stories. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. Um, all right, let's get to our final thoughts in terms of like the con. Would you recommend people going here? Um, that you know that sort of thing that we like normally do. Pat, I'm a, a watch I'm a, club. <laughs> yeah, this is this is uh, anime recap NYC watch club. Everybody watch, see watch yeah. club. I mean, just give me your final thoughts, like no, it's because just like. Funny. The, uh, Recommendations, baby. Yeah, no, yeah, and, you know, like if people are trapped, like if they because we we have. Big cons in the U.S. We have, like, Soccer Con in Seattle. We have Dragon Con in Atlanta. We have Dream Con coming up in Dallas. It's like... Galaxy Con. So, I mean, that's not a big con at all. Um, what Ambi would, Expo. Ambi Expo is, like, massive. But, like, would you... Like, if somebody had to pick, like, a big con to go to this... Like, you've been to Anime Boston. Which, like, which one would you prefer if somebody, someone was traveling to it or something like that? Like, give me your thoughts oh, on, the, on the... On, you know... Like, the con in general, because I know a lot of people only do, like, local cons and stuff like that. Maybe maybe when COVID has less restrictions and they can travel more, they can pick and choose which cons they can go to. Is this one that you would recommend to people? Um, yeah, I think overall I would recommend it as long as you're willing to, again, walk. As long as you're or ca- willing or capable, I should say, of walking and understanding that you're in the city. Uh, knowing the expenses that come with it, because again, the con ticket was 150 bucks, but you buy six rounds of shots at a bar, and there goes 120 dollars. So you know, like there, there yep. you go. Like that's the sad reality of where you are, right? So, um, as long as you're capable to afford it, I'd say yes, uh, you should do it, because um, it was a good time. Make sure you go with friends. Make sure you go with the right group of people. Um, I can never give an unbiased answer for this because I will always say Anime Boston because I know Boston and live there and got to go out there. So I would 100% be able to, you know, have that home field advantage, so to speak. And I, and also, again, I do 
Um, I do enjoy the, like the 18 plus or the, or the 21 plus panels that they would do at AMA Boston as well. Um, but it's different, different strokes for different folks. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, get it. Cause it's 21 plus. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Anime Expo should be a really good time, right? Like that's, that's a, a huge con to go to. Uh, I haven't been to any of the others. I've heard DreamCon is bad, but I also heard that from has. So who knows if that's true or not? Um, we'll, we'll have to see, but, uh, I'm, uh, I would recommend this overall. Like it, it, it was, uh, even if I pretend I didn't see any of my friends there that made it all worth it. Uh, I would say that artist alley, even with it being cramped was so, so fun and so full of talented artists. Uh, the vendors were kind of cool, too crowded for me to really get yep. up and talk to them. But, um, I would have liked to have, but I just chose not to for my own, uh, you know, tiredness and whatever. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's what I'd say. So I would recommend it overall. Um, it was pretty cool. Right on, Cat. How about your uh, your final thoughts and recommendation? Oh, uh, so for me, I so with everybody with meeting everybody there. Like I go to cons for or just reiterate, I go to cons because it feels like a party. Um, and with everyone there, it felt like such a party. I had so much fun. And with everyone there, I would completely recommend it. Like going with that many people, that many people you could call friends or that many friends, like just people like it's so fun. Now, for me, um, not being like removing myself from having like 30 different friends that I could hang out with. Um, that's a little different because like I I couldn't really I couldn't really find that many people to hang out with and like at like at the convention because like at GalaxyCon and maybe this is the difference between a local con or quote unquote local con and a um and a huge con like it's harder for me to like to sit down and make friends at like at those huge conventions because. Like it feels so daunting to me, um, and well, like uh, you... pre-COVID too. I'm sorry to interrupt, but did you go to GalaxyCon pre-COVID? Because that also, yeah, uh, I feel like wearing wearing a mask, like like you said, made me feel like I just was like, all right, I am not here to talk to people I people. don't know. Yeah. Like I am here to enjoy hang out with and hang out with the people I know that I'm comfortable with. Right. So I think yeah. maybe that might be why you felt that way. Um, but I don't know, like what a good example of this might be with Pete, um, when we were sitting and eating on Friday, multiple people came and sat at the table with us and like, we chatted a little bit, you know, or we had fun talking and sharing things. So I don't know. I think yeah. that, uh, that it definitely might be like a local con thing, but it's also, I think COVID is like the main contributor for that. But yeah, yeah that, that might be true. Um, and uh, like, I think with everybody being there and us all playing games and, uh, like, stuff like that like being able to talk talk a little bit with that but not being able to like talk at length like i made so many friends at GalaxyCon the first year i went and this year was just kind of um but it was very very fun um especially with like the the djs and all that um it what i'm basically saying about uh about this convention uh, versus the conventions that I've been to is that this one just 
um it's a little bit it's a little bit harder to say like if you are going for certain things like if you're going for the artist alley definitely like you should go because the artist alley is huge not only that but you've also got the Crunchyroll booths and you've got the um the anaplex booths and then you've got those huge like it feels like an anime convention it just feels like an anime convention um but then you've got places uh like if you if you're going for the panels great uh if you can get in one um and then for the party like if you if you're able to be as outgoing as you need to be uh perfect like you're gonna have a lot of fun but if you're not if like if you go to conventions to meet people who are a little bit more introverted like you are and you go i guess during covid uh it's gonna be a lot harder so I I would personally recommend it, but it's a little bit harder too. I gotcha. I gotcha. I feel you. Uh, for me, I would I would recommend this if you're planning on going to New York City in general, and this being like a side thing. To be honest, um, I was a little disappointed in some of the things that the con presented in terms of the other cons that I've been to. Just for something of this magnitude, I was expecting a little bit more. I think in terms of the Artist Alley and merch, that was top tier, S tier. I loved it. Um, I do wish that the, they could do a little bit more spacing. I did think that they had the room to make Artist Alley wider, more accessible to other people, and that really wasn't the case. Um, that's, But that's something I think that they could easily learn going forward. Like, um, My biggest issue is like the con itself, the the... the and Kat mentioned it as well. Being able to get into those like panels were was exhausting sometimes. We waited. I mean, just like I'm, I'm gonna hold it up just because I, I it meant a lot to me. But like the Berserk panel, sh- showing up an hour and fifteen minutes early to what? I mean, just think of like what if Oda the um the guy who did One Piece passed away and they did a One Piece panel like. Uh, do you think that would be popular? Like, yeah, like, come on. Like, some of these things were just, like, no-brainers to me that I thought that they kind of dropped the ball at. If I was, like, giving it, like, a rating, I'd say it's, like, a 5 out of 10, to be honest. I thought it was just, they, they really missed, they really dropped the ball in terms of the con aspect of the, the whole event. But, if you wanted to go to New York City and do a whole bunch of other stuff, then it's totally worth it. Like, the, the the experiences outside of the con to me were way more impactful than what I actually saw inside of the con, I think for the most part. And to me, I, w- I would think, I would really like to go somewhere like where we're able to do more for less, I'll put it that way. I feel like we really had to use our options in terms of like, kar- like karaoke was a cheap option to do, but like not every night it was like that. I would love to go somewhere like when I went to like Dallas, where there was more feasible options for us to do, where we have more space with more people in terms of the group we went to. I feel like New York City wasn't the best location for a group of 30 people if we could go to like, I think LA might be a little bit better, but that's also crowded. But like, what it's if we pretty crowded too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like what if we went to like Atlanta? Like, what if we went to um, probably. Pretty pretty crowded, probably too. I mean, Atlanta's, I, I Atlanta's huge in terms of like geographical size, is what like what no, I'm saying. I, I get what you're saying. I agree. New York is like the worst offender of this, but I think that this is just like a 
like you said, it's a problem of having correct so many, thirty so people, yeah, friends and thirty friends. New York definitely expedite or it's uh, pricey. Expedited. Exponentially makes yeah. that worse. Yes. Um, but like, I think that that would be a problem. Uh, it, yeah, it'd be a problem in Boston. Yeah. Probably, it'd be a problem. Um, in Raleigh and Seattle, mm-hmm. and I think even LA, even though it's like very land heavy, it would still. You know, we're trying to get to the restaurants. You know, like we're trying to get to yeah wherever and getting a room of like twenty people in. Well, I mean, there are cities that are way more accessible to larger groups. It's kind of, like, what I'm getting at in terms of the group that we went with. But I'm just also trying to think, like, in terms of, like, going with, like, either, like, a smaller group or solo. I feel like Anime in New York City was the type of con where the city comes first, the con came second. And to me, where I see something like Anime Expo, where it's the biggest um, convention in the world, I would hope the con would come first. And then the city would come second. That's just my two cents. I didn't think it was a terrible con at all. I think it just was flawed a little bit. And I'm hoping to see some improvements. Would I go back? Absolutely. Um, I was a big fan. Even though New York City was super expensive, I enjoyed my time there. I enjoyed the people that I was with, the events that we did. I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. So. Aww. Minus Pat, but like that was uh, just like <laughs> that's just like the the that's how I felt about it. Just in terms of like what was offered, what we could have had, what was like missed. I didn't. I don't know. I feel like that because uh, on Friday, like the doors open at ten and panels didn't start till one. Why don't panels start at like eleven? Like why do we have to wait so long for? some of these things and that it kind of time drives me crazy. Like I'm such a nitpicker when it comes to time and stuff like that. So that's just my two cents, but I would go back again. I appreciate, um, animate New York city, giving me a press badge. I was able to not use it once really. Um, I didn't really utilize it as well. Um, I did have access to like a different line for some panels that, I was too busy just staying in line with like Brian and Kat and stuff like that to actually use it. So uh, props to them. I do. I'm looking forward to maybe covering it more, but I do want to say like the bell was amazing. The Chris Sabat panel was incredible. The berserk panel that I went to and I won limited, limited Japanese merch. They had, they had five limited edition Japanese birch things available for raffle. And I was the last one called and I won and I won, uh, that was just, uh, what a wonderful panel, uh, the, the panel guy started doing, was crying during it, and, like, half the room started crying, it was just an emotional thing from my favorite piece of media of all time, so, that was great, so I'm, I am glad that they did do something like that, so, props to the crew of Anime New York City, and thank you for letting me have a press badge, and I hope next year maybe I can get another one, so we'll see. Um, it's a good panel. Uh, I, I, yeah, when we, when we go to these things, it's like, I don't want to be a dick because I've only done one panel in my life and I felt like I did a really decent job. I would love, love to do like a live recording or a certain type of panel about podcasting or something like that in general with other people who are interested in this sphere, expressing your feelings, expressing your passion with anime and I would love to be on that and just talk more about like my experiences and our experiences in general as well. So maybe one day we'll get there. We'll see. I don't know where the anime podcast gods will land us, but hopefully uh, we are, I don't know, down the road. But I'm here for fun. We're having fun. Um, and that's what matters. We're having and, fun. I mean, I mean, 
we've been a part of other anime podcast discords and I feel like like we have like a real community where other podcasts lack that. So that's one thing I will always take away from what we do. I think so well and same with senpai talk. Thank you for letting us into your community as well and merging and people from their side coming over to us, our side going over to them. And we're just like one big happy family. So props to them as well. And if you're unfamiliar, senpai talk show is a, um, weekly, uh, I'd say like variety show on Twitch on Sundays. Are they still an anime podcast? <laughs> they they were never a podcast. They're more of like a no, show, a Twitch yeah. show or something like right. that. So yeah. great community, a great group of, of like young adults getting are that are in the anime as well. So shout out to them, boys. We're wrapping up. Any last thoughts before I start plugging? Man, all I gotta say is that I loved meeting everybody there. Um, this was probably the most fun that I've had with other people since probably like my junior year in high school. It was so, and it, it, it even tops that like, this is probably the most fun that I've had uh, with other people that who aren't family uh, in probably my whole life. Like that. I, I loved being there with you guys. It was so fun. Oh, thank you, Kat. That means a lot. Um, uh, I, don't really know what to say just thank you to all my friends and uh uh just try and stay healthy because god damn it i am dying right <laughs> yeah now. um all dying if, if you're if you're watching the pod the the visual podcast i am sweating like a pig right now this flu is kicking my ass but you know i push through because i love you internet um but that being said, that wraps up our anime New York City uh, recap. Thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, if you want to support the podcast, the best way to do that is like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Next week, if Tyler pays the stake bill, we will be watching One Piece for Watch Club. But if he doesn't pay the stake bill, we will not be watching. So until then, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.